John Carly, Sherry Elliker showing you along for the ride. I talked to Joe. Oh, actually, we did this in the pre-show. You were on the call as well, Sherry. Joe Mom. Um, uh, yeah, we'll get to it in a second. Let's dive in. Got a lot of news. I always get suspicious when I see the media doing everybody saying the same thing. All uh, basically somebody it seems like somebody gives them the script and then they all repeat the same thing on every single newscast. Every time you get a chance to talk to a senator or a congressman or an activist or uh, whatever it is, they'll, they start to use the same phrasing. It's like, well, that's really interesting. And it's just pushing a narrative, push the narrative, push the narrative. That's just you, you want to frame the context of uh, whatever the argument's going to be. So I've noticed from the Washington Post, the New York Times, um, and then the Atlantic uh, magazine, this was like in December, the, and every single article was about how dangerous Trump is. And I saw this the other day, Joe. We got the people talking about call him Hitler over and over and over again. Yeah, that's the see, CNN yeah. panelist clip. Uh, you see, yeah, here he is. So this is, they, they basically say, we joked about this yesterday, do we go full Hitler? Do you just keep calling Trump Hitler over and over Where and over again? Where do you go when you start with Hitler? Like, really, what, Satan? I'm not sure where you move. And so I think one of the problems he's got is one thing he could do is keep repeating it and repeating it. And the more we see Trump and he says crazy things and people pay attention to it, then people will... But 11 months is a long time to It is a repeating. long time. And, but, you know, it'll well, grow yeah. over time. It'll grow over time that people go, oh, that guy. And I think it's better to say, look at that guy than look at me. Right. So she had said earlier in this, one of the panelists, just keep repeating it over and over and over again. So you say Trump is Hitler. Trump is Hitler. Trump is Hitler. Hitler. Democracy. Threat to democracy. He's going to destroy the country. This is going to be the last election we ever have. If he gets in there, he's like Hitler. Trump is Hitler. You just keep driving it, driving it. So every time he says something, you know, it's just then then you make this association that, yeah, okay, Hitler, Trump is Hitler. Trump is dangerous to democracy. Then at that point, once you sort of establish this, and I realize it sounds a little like, you know, kind of coast to coast Art Bell kind of thing here. I got my tinfoil hat on. Okay, me too. Thanks. Sure, you have one on? I got it right here. Um, so then you say, okay, if we can just convince people that Trump is Hitler um, and he's that dangerous, then you question, well, if it's to save democracy – does the United States government outside of you and me voting for who we want for president, does the CIA get involved in something like this? This is from Laura Ingram talking to former CIA director James Woesley about does the United States have a history of, you know, being involved in other elections in order to protect democracy? Have we ever tried to meddle in other countries' elections? Oh, probably. But uh, it was for the good of the system in order to avoid the communists from taking no. over for See? Mm-hmm. For the system. For the good of the system. Because you can't have communists taking over. For example, so like in Europe, uh, uh, in 47, 48, 49, uh, the Greeks and the Italians, we... We don't do CIA. that now, though. We don't mess around other people's well, elections, Joe. Well, <laughs> Only for a very good can cause. Can you do that to him? Only... Only for a very good cause. CIA directors say, yeah, well, 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 you know, only for a very good cause does the CIA get involved if they feel as if, you know, the system is not being Fine protected. Fine video on this. Former CIA director. Only for a very good cause in okay. the interests of democracy. All right, thanks for being here. It's oh. Oh. Okay. All right. Break glass. Bring the CIA in only 
if democracy is being threatened. Is at stake, right? Because remember, right. communism back then, uh, whatever, was the the biggest threat. That they did not want communist countries. They thought that that was going to be the biggest evil that you could exact upon a, a people. And there's a lot of speculation about the Dulles brothers that they were somehow behind the Kennedy assassination. That they, you know, um, so. Alan, I think it was Alan Dulles. There's John Foster Dulles. One of them was the head of the CIA. Mm-hmm. And there is some speculation that they they orchestrated that. And the CIA, don't they operate independently of almost everybody? They're not well, really Ford, a government agency. Right. Gerald Ford is the president. When some stuff came out, he said no employee of the federal government will be involved in the assassination of a foreign leader. But... So 45, they were involved. Gaddafi, they tried to bomb him in 1986. Uh, Milosevic, they tried to bomb him in 1999. Uh, they got the prime minister of Congo. They were going to try to poison him in 1960, but they ended up running him out. In uh, 1973, the Chilean president as well, they tried to overthrow him. They got him kicked out of there. And when WikiLeaks found out that the CIA was involving itself and figuring out how to control people's cars, could get in there and then take over the your car and then drive your car in such a way or cause the brakes or whatever else it is to turn off. It's called Zero Day. And that came out in WikiLeaks and the CIA is like, what? This is crazy talk. But it's all about protecting democracy. I know this seems a little kooky, but put it all together. Go with me on this. Hitler and Trump are the same. Trump is Hitler. Threats of democracy, so then you might want to call the CIA in to sort of stop this in some sort of way because it's very, very dangerous if we have this guy. And then was this, when did this happen, Joe? Was this yesterday? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So these, uh, these uh, journalists, I guess they're called journalists, they're joking about assassinating President Trump. You know, the worst part is. Well, they're, they're waiting outside. He's supposed to come out. I guess he's uh, at some court case or something. Right? He's at the courthouse. I mean, if he's driving, we've got a good shot. Yeah, if he's driving with the front window open. Yeah. Or if it's a convertible. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. Like if he just pulls up by like JFK. The yeah. It's like a JFK, a Lincoln. I all right, listen, just a couple guys yakking and waiting for the for the car to come around. Uh, it was raining and cold, and I don't think he's going to have the window down. But just, you know, oh, how we assassinate Donald Trump would be okay to assassinate him. But don't you think if that was really going to happen, that would have happened when he was president? Um, No. Because, I mean, what? why is he more dangerous now than before? I mean, he because, was in power before. He's not in power now, and no one knows. If well, they he's did everything. I think they did everything they could try to do to him, right? So they spy on him. Um, you have members of the the uh, FBI um, sending in uh, falsified uh, evidence to a FISA court. Um, and, you know, manipulating that in order to be able to continue to spy on him. And then they went after him with the whole Russia stuff. And they just, you know, hobble him as much as they possibly can with all of that. They just do as much damage to him as possibly. They, they uh, end up 
um, impeaching him twice. And I think they figured, well, that's the end of that guy, right? Just tie enough junk to him and drag them all down. And I think that January 6th, I, I've seen some information, and I just saw, uh, I forget the guy's name, his congressman from uh, New Orleans, from Louisiana, um, when he asked Christopher Ray, did you have FBI informants in with the in with the January 6th, the J6 guys when they were in there. And he says, I'm not at liberty to say, well, no, that should be a yes or no answer. Did you have them embedded? And they have information that there were people from the FBI that were already in the Capitol wearing Trump stuff. And listen, as I read about this stuff, I'm thinking, oh, well, this is interesting. Bring this up. The question is, did you did they want to? Did they knew because they knew that they, they were going to have these riots. They knew they're going to have these people all meeting together. Did you in some way, did you encourage them to go into the Capitol? And the question that the guy had from Louisiana, which is pretty interesting, and I've been to the Capitol a bunch of times, he said, I don't understand how they found their way around. How'd they find Nancy Pelosi's office? There's no signs anywhere, and the Capitol is a maze. How did they know to where, where to go where they were? There's a video of Trump supporters in the Capitol prior to the people breaching the window. So then you wonder, like, who were those guys? Who were they? And why were they in there? So you think, did they know this was going to happen? Was this a way to drag down Trump even more? And, you know, then just did you did they set it all up? That's all. If we know that the CIA has been involved in assassination attempts um, in with other countries, and we know that they only do this in, to protect democracy, were they doing the same sort of thing on January 6th? That's all. Just let us know, were they involved in any way? Because if you could tie... The insurrection, quote unquote insurrection, of the Capitol to Donald Trump, it would so uh, soil the guy even more that nobody would ever get near him again. But now, because you're still taking shots at him and trying to stop him in Colorado and Maine and Florida and other places like that, then he, he just makes him even that much more powerful because people still want to elect him because he now represents this sort of, you know, rising up you know chosen by god you see the ridiculous commercial they're running now it's got paul harvey you know god made a farmer you know that thing now that's got god made trump have you heard this commercial no did you hear about no. it well you know the old god made a farmer thing that paul harvey did uh-huh and on the eighth day god needed someone to get up at four in the morning and he does that whole so mm -hmm. somebody took that poem rewrote it and basically said god made donald trump I mean, it is nutty, nutty stuff. And here he is. They can't stop him. He was asked about it by Tucker Carlson. Are you afraid that they're going to try to assassinate you? And he said, you know, I'm ready to die or something like that. It would be the greatest assassination in this great, beautiful, big country or something. I forget what he said. But <laughs> of course I mean, is that, am I crazy? Do I need to? God is made my an tin assassination. I'm making us tinfoil hats to wear whenever we do stuff like this. I think, I think it will help. What, 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 punch a hole in my theory. I got nothing. They tried to assassinate I, Hitler okay. 45 times. What they tried to assassinate we know that, Castro we know that, a thousand times and it never right. worked. Well, we know, we know the CIA because we had our uh, former CIA director explain to us that they, if the system isn't jeopardy if democracy needs to be protected then the cia would. have we ever tried to meddle in other countries elections oh probably 
but uh, it was for the good of the system in order to avoid the communists from taking yeah. over. For example, in Europe, uh, uh, in 47, 48, 49, uh, the mm -hmm. Greeks and the Italians, we... We don't do that CIA. now, though. We don't mess around other people's well, elections, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Only for a very good Can cause. Can you do that? Do a Vine video on a former CIA director. Only for a very good cause in okay. the interests of democracy. All right, thanks for being here. It's always ah. great to see you. But that's that's true. Num 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 num. I mean, it's it's that. So we, what? Where I, where am I? I mean, other than I got this sounds like crazy stuff. The CIA will get involved if democracy is threatened. Is Donald Trump a threat to democracy? According to every single article you read. And every single time you turn on the news and so the, the president C of the United States says he is a direct threat to democracy. This could be the last election we ever have. If he is elected, he is Hitler. And then repeat Hitler over and over and over and over again. Why, why does this the pieces all fit? I'm just speculating. So cookie? your speculation is, is that is there... Oh, no way. No way. I, is no. there some kind of plot? I will give you a to, urine test right now, Joe. Sorry. Get yes, your whizzinator. Uh, is there a plot to assassinate Trump because he would then uh, he would uh, fill the definition of a threat to democracy? I don't believe that that the CIA necessarily kills American citizens. Yes. Do they go in and orchestrate coups and do all kinds of things like they did with Pinochet and Allende and all of that. Yes, I, I, I do think that they do take um, liberties there and they have assets there. So they've got people working behind the scenes, all of that. I just don't think there would be any you don't, way to you, get, There's no way. There so would be no way to get away with it in this country. I've got country. a question for you. Here's a question. Yeah. Wouldn't okay. it be much, if the deep state is is all powerful, wouldn't it be much easier to just say, here's the he lost the election and he's going away? It's an excellent question. Than actually mm -hmm. killing him? Because wouldn't that be way more suspicious? Sure. So what could you do? You could um, make sure that there's mail-in ballots. You could change the rules in Pennsylvania. You could affect uh, turnout in some way. You could try to get him off of ballots. Sure, you could do that. You could try to, even though Jack Smith wasn't able to argue before the court why it was so important to have the, the trial take place in March, why did it need to happen so fast, you could try through all of the sort of uh, standard, but in this case, very bizarre uh, you know, around the bout ways to have each state determine what an insurrection is, which doesn't happen. It's got to happen through Congress. So you could try through those maneuvers. But if it's not the case, then how else? Listen, you have to understand something. If you watch the president speak the other day, democracy, I mean, this country itself will cease to exist if Donald Trump is elected. That's basically it. And then you have the media saying it. And then if you have enough people going, well, he's Hitler. If you get enough people, then then you can just like we got to just we got to get rid of the guy. Okay, so before we take you off, can throw our him hats. in jail for 172 years, right. charge him with a whole bunch of stuff. But if that's not slowing him down, I'm just saying, you know, it could be a it could be a heart attack, uh -huh. it could be a plane accident, could be out a the window accident. like in Russia. <laughs> Everybody falls right. out the window. Yeah, they need to get a few more original yeah. techniques. Yeah, if I were running against Putin, I'd be like, nothing above the first floor. No. <laughs> right, right. And I want a food taster. Yeah. Right, exactly. All right. Is, I mean, like, is that all nutty, nutty stuff? My way out? 
No, I don't. I don't think anything's way out. I think that it just feels like it would be really hard to pull off because there are so many people that believe in Trump and so many people that are on his side that they wouldn't let this stand. They would. They would piece oh, together. Oh, it would. Let me tell you something. If if they if they did this, even attempted it, do you want to talk about like destroying the country? Right. Oh right. my God. That's why I think they 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 wouldn't they wouldn't try it. They are doing all the things that you've said they are doing. And then it's in not, that in that scenario, wouldn't it behoove Trump to like fake an assassination attempt? I don't think he's that smart. Well, no, because I mean, he. Do, I don't. Th- I don't think. I don't think I don't he, think he wants the country to, to I mean, be torn apart. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's doing just fine. Thank you very much. I mean, I don't really. He doesn't need any of these gimmicks or tricks. I mean, he's he's winning, and who knows how it will end up. But I I just think there's too much attention. There's too much of a spotlight on him, uh, minute to minute, that they could get away with it. Okay. I'm not. I'm just well, saying that it's it's more of a competence issue than it is with me than it, than almost anything else. Are they really competent enough? To kill him? I don't think they are. Wow. All right. So you wouldn't put it past them. It's just they don't have the confidence for it. All right. All right. You ready? I'm ready. You, oh, I'm going to be down there. <laughs> okay, hang on a second. And I'll, I'll be down there. Try to find Joe's last thing you sent to me. Look at the music underneath it, driving me into. Um, oh, the new car technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This thing's all about to debut. The back, the fact that um, your car will pay for things. It's also going to have the ability to change its change the color. The car is going to be able to change colors. I, I know. Whenever I, especially I go to rent a car, it hurts or dollar. I'm always like, do you got the one that'll change colors? I don't understand this, but. Yeah, a car can change colors, and also it'll be able to pay for things ahead of time. I've seen some interesting things regarding if it's a self-driving car, uh, will you get ticketed? That's for another time. That Because it does bring up a whole idea of, I, I wasn't driving. Don't come after me. The car was driving. So And um, that'll have to change how think people change when it comes to self-driving cars. But in this case, the technology is coming out there, and people are pretty excited by it. I know you're a big car person, Sherry, so here's part of the car technology. In fact, uh, Como News talks about the innovations that we can see this year when it comes to that car. Because you know me, Sherry, I'm a real car guy, aren't I? Oh, I know. You value your cars. You take good care of them. Your cars Remember when you got are... in the Xterra and oh. uh, you had to kick the dog poop out of the way? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that's that's uh, distant memory. Yes, I do, I do. Hard to forget that. <laughs> made made the old banana peel seem more appealing than the dried dog feces that was in the front seat, right? <laughs> yeah, the dried banana peel, while disturbing, was not uh, nearly as pungent as the uh, as the um, dog dog digestion. <laughs> It's a new year, which means new car technology. And in 2024, where we're going, we won't need credit cards. 
You just simply drive through, you're paid up. Ed Kim, the president of Auto Pacific, an automotive market and research consulting firm. 55 burgers, 55 fries, 55 tacos. Says this year, car companies could start what? putting technology similar to Apple Pay in their cars. At the drive through you can buy your food almost automatically. You don't even have to pull out your phone or, you know, your watch. In the future, BMW customers may change the color of their car. A year ago, BMW also teased the model for a car that can apparently change colors on demand. There's still a lot of work to be done as far as making it, uh, you know, getting the cost down, making it affordable, and making sure that it's durable enough to um, survive in the real world. I'm in the driver's seat of this 2024 electric Mercedes, but I'm not driving. One way the future is here this year is with the launch of Mercedes' new self-driving car program. We've seen variations of this with other automakers, but this one will be the first that actually allows you to take your eyes off the road. You could read a book, you could play on your phone. Uh, you don't have to be looking forward for the car to drive itself autonomously. I'm Lee Stoll, Como News. So what I want to be doing, reading a book and driving a car. <laughs> Those self-driving cars kind of freak me out. I love the idea, but mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I could. I mean, is there a way to be the backseat driver and like override what the car is doing on your side? You know, kind of like those old driver's ed things where mm-hmm. they would have control if you did something wrong, they could break or they could do whatever. Do you, yeah, the guy had a steering wheel on the right-hand side. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Wasn't that car that had the steering wheel? The guy had a steering yeah. wheel, you had a steering wheel. Yeah. yeah. It was much better than when you just had the, you know, mildly overweight guy sitting next to you smelling like, you know, Old Spice and kind of yelling instructions at you. Yeah, I like the double steering wheel guy. I, I'm sure you could put it on nag, um, the nag mode, which is you're in the backseat just nagging the thing to slow down or take different turns or, you know, get to somebody's house early or whatever. That's interesting. Do you think you can sit in the backseat or do you need to be in the front seat in case there's an emergency and you have to spring into action? I think... I don't. I think they wait. I think you got to. I think some people have actually climbed in the back seat. I don't. Yeah, think there's there, that cruise service that they just canceled here. Uh, they were doing like Uber in Arizona, and a friend of mine tried it out because he's on the radio there, and he's just sat in the back seat. Yeah. See, there you go. Joe Thanks, Mama. Joe. Okay. Yeah, okay. Joe Mama jump in with that. One. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't have any sound of this one, do we? Of the no. stray dogs. I watched this video a while ago. Two stray dogs caused $350,000 worth of damage at a Texas auto dealership. You see the dogs come in. The one dog sort of like, hey, I got an idea. Let's break into the auto dealership. They go into the yard where all the new cars are. And for some reason, the one dog decides, oh, I'm just going to grab hold of the bumper. And the other dog's like, that looks like fun. The two dogs (laughs) tear the whole bumper off the car. Have you seen the video, Sherry? I haven't seen the video, but I couldn't believe that when they said it was $350,000 worth of damage. How many cars did they, how many bumpers did they eat? Well, they they, they tore the the one bumper off, but then they scratched a bunch of other cars as well. And I'm sure they had a couple of cars in there that they knew weren't going to sell, so they included those in the mix. It's like the old, you know, insurance oh, fraud sort okay. of thing. Like, eh, eh, scratch that, scratch that one up. It's got a lot of miles on it. Let's Throw that, that one in the pile. Yeah, yeah. Hey, the dog was over here on this one too. No, but when you watch the dogs tear the bumper off, 
if you're the people that make the car or if you're the car dealer, you know, and you're really going to like this baby right here. It's got a it's got a bumper that you can remove with your teeth. If you're a dog, it's the weirdest thing. Well, I, and, the, and the dogs tear the bumper off and then they're like, okay, what else can we do? They're running yeah. around looking for something else to chew on. The owners of the shop say that they think the dogs broke in through the fence. They were chasing a cat. Uh-huh. And I always get worried when you see that a dog has done damage because then I'm afraid somebody's doing damage to the dog because they're mad at them. But mm-hmm. apparently the the owners of the shop say, no, they turned them over. They're now in a shelter. They have been evaluated. One has been evaluated. And oh, okay. his yeah, and his name is... Um, says dasher that was his name Aww. and he's fine he doesn't have aggressive tendencies <laughs> he said unless you're a bumper and um the other one is still under evaluation so i think maybe dasher was following uh, you know whoever the other one is oh yeah definitely one dog had the idea and then the other one just went along with it. and then then they all smoked cigarettes and jumped off the bridge Right after yeah. they were so inspired by the other dog, this is the dog segment of the show, that ate $4,000 in cash. I, I don't understand. Just a pile of money sitting there and the dog just decides to go up and just eat the money? It's weird. Cecil is a golden doodle and he's never gotten into trouble. And his parents were getting a fence built. So they the contractor wanted cash. Why, why so do they, you sound like Cecil's attorney right now, Sherry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm every dog's attorney. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, That'd be a new show. Sherry, dog attorney. <laughs> so he, they left $4,000 cash on the kitchen counter. And when uh-huh. they came down, there was money everywhere strewn about the room. And he had chopped, you know, uh, ripped it all up. Yeah. But that wasn't all. That was only $1,500 that they could find on the floor. So they called the bank, called the uh, couple people, and they said, yeah, if you can piece it together through his, they made a solid choice, and they, they pieced together <laughs> what, was, what was left of the money over the course of a few days, and they ended up getting three uh, $3,500 of it back. And uh-huh. apparently, I guess the, the U.S. printing office says, if you can give them at least half of the bill, mm-hmm. they'll honor it. So the question is, how much money would you have to, what's the amount of money that you're willing to sort of sift through your dog, your dog's, you know, pile? Would you, oh. would you look for 50 bucks? No. Tw- 20 bucks? No. Uh, a thousand? Maybe, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Anything less than a thousand, you're like, not worth it. Well, I don't know. I mean, not really. I'd say... <laughs> I mean, maybe. Would you take okay. five hundred? Yeah, maybe five hundred. Okay. Well, okay. What about Just you? Checking. You would you would sift through for what? Uh, twenty thousand. Oh, I think oh. I'm doing damage to my digestive system. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, my dog is digestively is perfect, I'm so sure. I don't think there'd be a whole lot of problems. All right, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. I'll tell you what we're gonna do. From now, on, Andrew has four. Uh, Four windbreakers a, a show, and he can use them wherever he wants. But back to back on the double wet Mexican one, you're is rationing that what you're, on that one. You're rationing my flatulence. I right was going to say, don't limit him. That's freedom of speech. Yeah, John, you don't like when people box you in. Okay, fine, Jacob. What do you think? I was surprised that people would admit. Okay, never mind. Thanks, Jacob.
sorry, I was busy watching this video of the guy stuck in a pot. It's the weirdest thing. I guess you get drunk or something, you go to a party, and the next thing you're like, oh, well, I'm going to climb in this big, gigantic, brown-colored vase of some sort, like a flower pot or something. It's like an oh, urn. Like an urn. And, okay, yeah. there you are. I, mm-hmm. I have a question for you before you play this. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you were at that party and you mm-hmm. saw that guy crawl into the urn... <laughs> Yeah. Well, first I would knowing, encourage him to get into it. <laughs> knowing that his legs would be bound up. I mean, I, I don't know how tall he is, but the urn isn't that big. The urn might be two feet long or something. So he crammed his lower half of his body. Mm-hmm. Would you be as sympathetic as some of the people were around him? Uh, well, first of all, if, if in this scenario that you're you're painting, um, I would have been the one that encouraged him to get into it, <laughs> or you would have been the guy in it. <laughs> no, I would have encouraged. No, I have sort of. You know, I don't. I don't do urns. That's not what I do at parties. Oh, okay. But I would have encouraged him to get in it, and then once he's in it, I would have rolled him around the party. You know, maybe gotten on top of it and and. Uh, you know, moved him with my feet like it was yeah. log rolling or something. It'd be yeah. a whole kind of an act. But in this case, things go sideways. For so he's laying on the ground. He's got a little, he's got a kind of a nice looking, sweet, good looking guy. Um, and all of his friends are around him coming up with different suggestions. I like the fact, well, listen, with one person's like, okay, just try to like it. He's like, I'm trying to get out of this. Thing. Uh, he turns on them. What are we going to take out for because everybody's getting an idea. Oh, oh I, yeah, I uh, just watched on YouTube how to get out of an urn. I'm doing everything I'm uh, dead! See, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, cheering them on. Yeah. You got, oh, yeah, there's the girl that, like, was, you know, heading the poster, the poster <laughs> right. committee in high school. Yeah. You got to pull your body out. Oh, you got to pull your body out. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Oh, I thought I had to just wiggle my ears. God. Apparently, the urn cost yeah. between $3,000 and $5,000. Oh, so eventually they had the to smash it. Here, well, hold on. Hold on. Hold it's an HR issue. Like, it's a decorative element in the house. Yeah. Oh, God. It's a decorative element in the house. I'm not. Yes. You're not going to be able to get out. I would have yelled, can anybody play the flute and maybe he could come out like a snake? <laughs> we have him breaking it. Did they break it at some point? They do break it. Yeah, they have to. Uh, does it make a lot of fun noise? Let's see at the end here. Uh, hold on. Hold on, Nate. I got a guy stuck in a nerd. That must have already broken it. Yeah, okay. I got my head. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. I got my head stuck in a, a toilet seat once, and I got my head stuck in a dollhouse. Huh. Yeah. A and Charlie got, herself, Charlie got herself head stuck between two rails at a chair at a restaurant. <laughs> Thank you, Father of the Year. Where were you when she was moving around? Didn't you keep her? I was yelling at my friend who kept yelling at the the waitress. They don't have raspberries at this time of the year. And I turned around. Whoa, Charlie! I'm more curious about the toilet seat. I'm more curious about the dollhouse because either a dollhouse <laughs> is really big or it's got a tiny door. I have I just... a tiny head. Okay, <laughs> I had a very small skull when I was young. Uh, okay. okay.